Podcast or episode of We the People Reading the Constitution with Section 7. My name is Makombere Romrova and I am joined here by Nobizi Tamlambo, who is also going to be joining in this conversation. Today we are focusing on Chapter 1 of the Zimbabwean Constitution, Amendment Number 20, and dealing specifically with Section 1 and Section 2. Nobizi, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Marco. What's up? Um, welcome to our listeners. Thank you for the fantastic feedback from the first episode of the We The People podcast. I'm really looking forward to discussing more about the chapter one in particular, sections one and two. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, as Mr. has rightfully said. We got your reviews, comments, um, and also your, your views, opinions, based on the first uh, reading that we did which was essentially on the preamble, which we believed and said to be the ethos or the essence of what all Zimbabweans are aspiring to have, to be, and to uphold. So today we are dealing with sections one and two, and the first one reads, of course the title being The Republic. It says that Zimbabwe is a unitary, democratic, and sovereign republic. Yes. You know, those three words do say a lot about what Zimbabwe is. You know the, the the qualification of being a unitary state. Um, maybe maybe yeah. to, for you to define for for, for yeah. our listeners what do we mean by unitary, what do we mean by democratic, uh, what do we mean by a sovereign a state? I think it's interesting because you know within the body politic of Zimbabwe, words like democratic, sovereignty, united have been used consistently since yeah. let let's say the turn of the millennium. So. What we mean by unitary? I think unitary, you know, from the word unity or to unite, yes. means that uh, it, it stems from having oneness, mm. even of purpose, um, mm. and of course just being independent. Yes. Um, so Zimbabwe is definitely an independent country, um, and of course it upholds the value of democracy mm-hmm. um, as its highest, you know, the highest enabler for people to live together um, in harmony and in peace. Mm-hmm. And of course, when we're touching um, on the concept of sovereignty, you know, as you have rightfully said, it's something that we often hear. And of course, maybe sometimes people don't even get the true essence of the word uh, of what it means to be a sovereign republic. Mm-hmm. It means we, we rule ourselves based on the tenets of knowledge and the history that we have as Zimbabwe. And the dictates of the constitution. Exactly. Because we'll get into section two of uh, chapter one. But on the unitary aspect of things, Marco, remember when we read like, in the first episode around the preamble, right? We, the, the, the word united yes. came out strongly. That we, the people of Zimbabwe, united in our diversity. You know? So us being a unitary state, the basis of that is that we are diverse, yes. right? But in our diversity, in our differences, we are one people. We are a people, if I'm to use uh, that phrase. Then on, on the principle of us being a democratic country, the basis of us being a democratic country is derived from the very same constitution, in particular the preamble itself, which sets the tone or the bedrock or the basis upon which the constitution is uh, founded on. So democratic, not in words only. I think that's what we also need to unpack for our listeners. We have to be democratic in practice. And what does democratic in practice mean? It means we have regular, free, fair, and credible elections. 
that's democratic. It means we respect the doctrine of the separation of powers, that's democratic. It means we respect the institutions that are established by the very same constitution that are supposed to support democracy, which are these, your Zimbabwe Electoral Commission, your Zimbabwe Human Rights Commission, your Zimbabwe Media Commission. Yeah. These are institutions which are supposed to be democratic. And them being democratic, it means they should be wind off yes. any influences from any of the agencies of the state or government departments or individuals or interest groups. Yes. Because in many jurisdictions, uh, for example, in the United States, for example, we hear a lot about interest groups and them lobbying or trying to influence government policy and direction. Yes. The same can equally apply in our context. So we have to make sure that our institution, and I think the, inst the constitution itself insulates these um, particular institutions, democratic institutions that are supposed to sustain our system of constitutionalism, our system of democracy. Then on sovereignty, yes. uh, it's not a term that is uh, subscribed to any political party. I think our listeners should be clear on that. Rather, sovereignty means we govern ourselves, as you rightly said earlier on, using our laws and in particular the supreme law of our land, which is the constitution. Yes. Sovereignty means it is the people of Zimbabwe who determine the destiny of their country, what we call Zimbabwean solutions to Zimbabwean problems. Sovereignty means we don't interfere in the affairs of other countries, and equally, other countries do not interfere in our affairs. But we also have to understand the concept of sovereignty in the context of globalization and us belonging to the community yeah. of nations. Yeah. That that does not mean, when the constitution says we're a sovereign country, it does not mean we operate in isolation. Rather, it's just stating a principle, which even in international law, yes. you're a law student yourself, and international law is something that is very much so respected. So I think, yeah, we can go ahead, go ahead to section two. This is quite interesting. Such a rich description of what a republic is, and in this case, the Zimbabwean Republic. Yes. And as you know, we are hosting this podcast to strengthen people's knowledge of the constitution mm. because constitutional awareness and literacy is important for all people for the purposes of self-advancement and self-protection. Wonderful. Section 2 says the supremacy of the constitution mm -hmm. and in part 1 it reads this constitution is the supreme law of Zimbabwe. Can you stop there? Yeah. This constitution is the supreme law of Zimbabwe. So the constitution is defining itself. Yes. <laughs> so, so if someone says, what is a constitution? <laughs> when, when we talk about Zimbabwe, yes. you, you refer them to section 2, subsection 1 of the constitution. You don't define it. Yes. You say, you read it to them. This constitution is the supreme law of Zimbabwe. And I know there are other aspects to yes. that particular subsection which you get into. But I just wanted to emphasize before you go any further that the constitution is defining itself as supreme Therefore, it means this document, which is a product of the people, reflects the collective aspirations of the people of Zimbabwe who wanted this particular document yes. to be supreme over them. Wow. Yes. So this actually brings into light the aspect of a hierarchy yes. of laws, so yes. to speak. Uh, I know I'll even use this loosely because we, when people talk about a hierarchy, they so often feel as if something is more important than the other. Mm. But uh, the supremacy aspect creates what is called the trumping sense mm -hmm. when it comes to any other law, when it comes to any other practice. And I'm sure as the statement continues, we will get to see um, that trumping sense in action. Mm -hmm. So it says this constitution is the supreme law of Zimbabwe and any law, practice, custom or conduct inconsistent with it 
is invalid to the extent of the inconsistency. I think that then so 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 that, that if you, if if in your church, yes. if in your religious sect, you support child marriages, you have a law or a custom or a practice or a tradition that marries off girls who are aged thirteen, girls who are aged nine, girls who are aged eleven. Whereas the constitution, one of its sections speaks about the legal age of one to get married. If you do that, the constitution which defined itself as supreme says you are offside. You are not abiding by the constitution. Whereas in the preamble we said we the people of Zimbabwe yes. do hereby make this constitution to be our law that guides us. Yes. So it then means such conduct, such behavior, which is ultra-virus to the constitution, yes. must not be tolerated in a democratic society, in a plural society, yeah. in yeah. a society that respects... This I'm saying, you know, cognizant of the fact that recently we were commemorating 16 days mm-hmm. against gender-based violence. Yes. And some of the things like violence, torture, abuse of women, you know, mistreating of women and the girl child, are some of the practices customs that stem from the patriarchal nature of our society yes. that are ultra-virus to the constitution. Um, so just for the benefit of our listeners, so a patriarchal society is one that, I guess, creates a supremacy uh, you know, of men or masculinity over mm-hmm. any other gender or just trying to, to, to create a divide yes. you know, of importance, especially uh, when we're looking at men and women. Yeah. Um, and of course, we see this often in terms of customary practices that have to do with inheritance and wealth and you know, issues with marriage, where all these things are sort of emphasized. So the Constitution is telling us that any custom, any law, any conduct that is inconsistent with it is invalid to the extent of that inconsistency. Yeah. I, and what I also do like about the statement is that it emphasizes that when a law, by its very nature, when it, go, when it opposes, when it is out of various, when it opposes the Constitution and what it says, mm. it becomes automatically invalidated yes yes Yes. so we always need to 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 be to be aware of that Mm -hmm. that the constitution its trumping says is such that it can invalidate a law Mm -hmm. purely on the basis of its incongruence with the constitution itself just to add on before before we conclude uh, in the interest of time i think it's a clarion call to our members of parliament and those in 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 the in in senate who constitute um, a very important part of our institutions that are supposed to protect the constitution to uphold and defend the people the people's rights lawmakers should be aware of this particular provision of the constitution because when a bill is introduced from cabinet to parliament both houses of parliament they should read the bill vis-a-vis what the constitution says because here in Zimbabwe there's been talk since 2013 when this constitution was promulgated into law that each and every law should be aligned to the constitution and we see there hasn't been so much progress in terms of the alignment of laws to the constitution itself so i think this is a very important component of our democracy and as a people and as citizens as you are being enlightened through this podcast you then have to take your mopa maintenance of public order act yes. and read it vis-a-vis your rights that you have in yeah. the constitution you have to take the freedom of information act and read it together with the constitution Absolutely. you have to look at even laws that govern public finances your public finance management act is it consistent with section 298 yes. of the constitution public debt management act is it consistent with 
what the constitution says with regards to how the public debt is supposed to be to be governed and administered within our country codes so the process of the alignment of laws to the constitution is important because the co- it's not even a court of law which yeah. is we, yeah. I, we know the, the constitutional court can strike down legislation is inconsistent with the constitution but the constitution itself before any court of law seeks to interpret the laws is made it clear so if the for example we have a law that then says we are criminalizing petitions we are criminalizing uh, ad- the right to administrative justice or the right to information that law should automatically be struck off our our statutes as it were so we continue to encourage also you know government officials will be listening to this podcast especially colleagues from the minister of justice legal and parliamentary affairs in the relevant parliamentary portfolio committee that can you speed up the process of aligning all laws yes. to the constitution uh, of this country which is which is quite amazing because it's sort of creating an internal sense of justice it's called internal justice yes with this particular clause because it invalidates laws that on the face of them are unjust mm-hmm. um, and also the fact that it, it's important as, as you have rightfully said for laws to be aligned with uh, the constitution yeah. as many other departments are doing in the, in, in the moment in the interim yeah so uh, the uh, subsection 2 says the obligations imposed by this constitution are binding on every person mm-hmm. natural or juristic including the state and all executive legislative and judicial institutions and wow. agencies of government at wow. every level and must be fulfilled by them at so, every level yeah, this, yes this speaks to how it's all encompassing and the rule of law how it, it governs everyone is below the law yes no one is above the law yes and the constitution gives us the framework within which to to have uh, you know people being subscribing to the laws that are, that are both natural and juristic exactly as well as institutions yes. i like the aspect yes. of institutions of the state yeah. at all levels which means from local authority level be it a town council mm-hmm. a city council a raw district council you go to district level you go to provincial level you go to national level yes each and every agency so if a public institution is doing something that is inconsistent with the, with the constitution then it becomes a problematic thank you so much and you have heard it from us we were discussing section one and two of the zimbabwean constitution amendment number 20 we were looking at the republic and the concept of the supremacy of the constitution of zimbabwe you've heard it from us you've heard it from us section seven uh this program called we the people we were reading the constitution to better the citizenry on the knowledge of the constitution as the document that finds all our aspirations being substrated into one so thank you so much for listening to us today as we're dealing with sections one and two and we hope you will join us next time my name is makumburero and here with my visitor cheers cheers thank you